Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. This morning, by the special grace of God, I want to enter into uh, some sessions of prayer even before I share anything with you. And I believe that this morning, God has marked you for a blessing. God has marked you for a blessing. Can I repeat it one more time? God has marked you for a blessing. Lift up your right hand. Say, I've been marked for a blessing. Say, this morning, the blessing of the Lord will work in my life. Say, this morning, the blessing of the Lord will manifest in my life. Say, this morning, I will see a change of level. Say, I'm making progress. Say, I'm making progress. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Now, the most important kind of prayer that you can ever pray are intercessory prayers. Almost all the time we find ourselves praying certain prayers, and most of them are selfish prayers. They are there. Lord, give me, give me, give me. Lord, I need, I need, I need. Lord, remember me, remember me. Lord, change my story kind of prayers, which are not bad prayers. But you realize that in the church, that is the majority of prayers. But when you study the Bible, you realize that God actually is looking for intercessors. God is looking for intercessors. He said that I sought for a man that he may stand in the gap, that he will make up the hedge. Oh, that he will be the one who stand there for another person. God says that he's looking for that kind of people. So there are one group of people are saying that God remember me. There are another group of people God said that I am looking for you. And it is intercessor that God says he's looking for. May you be found by God because you are an intercessor. In the name of Jesus Christ. So this morning I want to start off by praying some intercessory prayers. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter number 2, the verse number 8. Listen, it is the will of God that every Christian, every child of God, will influence their world. Whenever God brings you into a space, he wants you to affect that space. Whether it's a small space or a big space, whether it's in your classroom, your home, your family, your workplace, God doesn't expect you to just be there and be a part of the number. God has not called you as a child of God to be a part of the number. He wants you to be the significant inclusion in the number. Are you understanding me? So when we appear in a place, the Bible says that let your light so shine. God wants you to be the light, the evidence of his presence over there. Other than that, you are just an ordinary person just like the rest. But God doesn't want you to be just like the rest. Lift up your right hand. Say, I refuse to be normal. Say, I refuse to be ordinary. A Christian who has the presence of God is called to make impact and to make influence. And God wants to use us to affect many people. So even as we have come into the environs of Tessano, as a church, it's our responsibility that will make impact in Tessano, that will influence Tessano, will affect Tessano with the grace of Jesus Christ upon our lives. And today we start off by praying. Amen and amen. If you are not a man of prayer, you are not a man of influence spiritually. A man of prayer is a man who carries presence, who carries a certain anointing, a certain power. And when he steps into a place, people begin to sense that there's something different about this person. 
this morning as we lift up our voice in prayer, God is releasing grace upon our lives. He said, ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance. Give me the King James Version of this scripture. In the King James, it says, ask of me and I will give you the hidden for thy inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. God says that we can possess the nations. We can possess people. We can possess souls. We can cry out to him and he will give us the people that are in our sphere of contact. God has brought us to testimony. So today we are going to lift up our voice and we are going to pray that God give us testimony. Give us our areas of it. Let souls come into the kingdom because of us. Hallelujah. Let the city be emptied into the church. Look at Jesus Christ. Everywhere he went, he was doing mighty things. People were experiencing the glory of God and the grace of God. Even those who hated him, they knew he was from God. The Bible tells us in the book of John, chapter number 3, that uh, Nicodemus, one of uh, the uh, Jewish leaders, and remember back in those days, the Jewish leaders were the enemies of Jesus. But he came and said that we know you are of God. People will know that you are of God. I said people will know that you are of God. I said people will testify that you are of God. Because why? No one can do the things you do except God pay with him. No one, oh, I wish somebody would be stirred up this morning. Uh, is it, there can be an evidence of God in your life that is so strong that even those who don't like you, they may not say it, but they know that, no, this person, there's something strange about him. There's something strange about her. God, somebody called God, must be working in his life or her life. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. I think I, I may be going ahead of myself. But we are going to pray. We are going to pray. He said, ask of me. And I'll give you the nations. I'll give you people. I'll give you souls. We are going to pray. And I want your prayer to enter into every household in this place. Every household in Tessano. Maybe, and once you are praying, remember even where you are staying. Because it says that we should win our Jerusalem for him. So you are praying that, Father, give me souls in Tessano. Give me souls in my Jerusalem. Let my prayer draw many to Jesus. Hallelujah. Are we ready to pray? Lift up your right hand. Say, in the name of Jesus. Say, my father, my father, I ask of you the nations, and I ask of you the souls of men in Tessanor and its environs and any area that you have planted me. Oh God, draw them into the kingdom. Draw them into the kingdom. Say, my father, my father, this morning, this morning as I lift up my voice in fervent prayer, prayer, empty the city into this church for their healing, for their salvation, and for their deliverance. In the name of Jesus, Say, Father, as we are back, as we are back on agenda, full house, empty Tessano, empty Dakuman, empty Fatama, into the church, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice, begin to pray, lift up your voice, begin to pray, that God will draw souls, in the mighty name of Jesus, in North Kanishi, in Accra City, in the name of Jesus, Rabado Koto Sata, 
fire if they don't come to the house of God they will miss their salvation they will miss their deliverance they will miss their encounter you want to lift up your voice the father Come on, lift up your voice. That God will use you 
us an influence. That your light will so shine. 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 Mashatalababa. Rabadabashakata. Mandalababa. Rebelebelebe koshata. Mandalebelebelebe kata. Come on, lift up your voice that you be an influence in your world. influence my world influence with the glory world. of Jesus Christ. Say in the name of Jesus. You are praying this prayer one last time. Say Father. Father. Say in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. This, month of October, this month of October let the aroma, let the aroma of, Christ of Christ in my life, in my life. Increase. increase. Let me influence, let me influence many, many in my sea of contact, in my, contact, in my community, in my workplace, in my in the name of Jesus Christ. Take note of these prayers, pray them every day as we go through the month. We want to lift up our next prayer. Glory to Jesus Christ. You know, as I was just praying and preparing, the Lord just dropped in my spirit. He said that go and destroy every spiritual slander. 
every spiritual slander. And when we talk about libel in criminal justice, we are talking about somebody uh, saying something about you or putting your name in a way that it's not supposed to be. That means that they are lying concerning you. They are identifying something with you that is not your identity. Are you understanding me? So if you come and you go and say that, oh, uh, somebody has gone to... uh, somebody has gone to start a company and the company has failed and the person used fraud, uh, was fraudulent and it is not true. It is called you are being libelous. It means that you are saying you are slandering the person. The Lord said that some of us carry certain names in the spirit that don't represent who we truly are. They don't represent who we truly are. The Bible tells us about a man called Jacob, and that word named Jacob meant somebody who was a thief, somebody who was a trickster, and because of that name that he carried, it affected how he lived his life. And so one day he encountered the angel of the Lord, and the angel said that your name shall no longer be Jacob, your name shall be Israel. And up to now, that name Israel is living powerfully on. So, if God can give a name, and that name will have influence on Jacob. Did you realize that when he went back, nobody was calling him Israel. They were still calling him Jacob. Because Israel was a spiritual name. Israel was a spiritual name. Somebody may be here, and you are carrying a certain name as somebody who is a failure. Somebody who is, uh, who, is, who, is, who, is, who is a poor person. Somebody who is not succeeding in anything. Somebody who is a sickler. Somebody who, is, uh, who, who, is, who cannot be married. So various kinds of names that they can put upon you. Those are spiritual names, nomenclature, that they have put on you. The other day, I think I've shared with you a number of times, I was in a service uh, somewhere, and there was a lady that God showed me a vision of. And this lady on the outside was very beautiful. But when God opened my eyes, as though the face of a horse had been given to her. So even though she was beautiful, in fact, she had all the vital statistics any man is looking for in a woman. Very prayerful. When she's singing, you can see the angels are dancing. And yet, nobody wanted to marry her. Why? They had put a name upon her in the realm of the spirit that was influencing and affecting the world. Are you listening to me? Is it maybe you may be the reason why God sent me this morning. So if you, you better listen and pray. Do you understand me? So, some of us, there is a name that has been placed upon us. And that name is fighting against us. Genesis chapter 32, verse 24 to 30. You see Jacob having an encounter with the Lord. And that was what changed his story. In fact, the Bible tells us that the place where he met God, he said that the name of the place shall be Peniel. But do you know that that place had another name before he came to name that place? Are you understanding me? So, you may be having a name that is not your name. Anything that does not align with the will of God for your life is not your name. Even though you may be experiencing it. Listen, focus here. Look, you don't be looking outside when I'm speaking. Glory to Jesus Christ. Anything that is not what God has said concerning your life is not your name. So if you are experiencing it or you are answering to it, it is an illegality after today. I say it's an illegality after today. And we'll change that illegality. I say we'll change that name. Say I'll change that name. Say I'll change that name. Jacob's name changed and his life changed. The name of the place was changed to Peniel. 
that became a spiritual name. Any negative spiritual name that has been given to you. This morning as you pray, may the Lord take away that name. I say, may the Lord remove that name. Say, in the name of Jesus. Say, Father. Say, say my Father, my Father. Remove, remove. any evil name that has been placed on me spiritually. That does not align with your word regarding my life. Some of you can pray this prayer next year by this time you are married. If you can pray this prayer next year by this time you are driving your car. If you can pray this prayer next year by this time you are having a well-paying job. Things are changing in your life. Say my father, my father. Listen, if you are not aggressive, you will not be progressive. If you, whatever you don't resist, you permit to stay. Whatever you don't resist, you actually assist. You are not going to assist the devil today. I say you are not going to assist the devil today. He said, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Say, my father, my father, this morning, remove from my life any evil name that has been placed upon me spiritually that is fighting my manifestation of glory as I clap my hands and as I pray, wipe away every negative name in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Any name that does not align with your word for my life. Wipe it away, Lord. Wipe it away, Lord. Wipe it away, Lord. I will not fear. I will not be sick. That name will not be my name. I will have the name of the Lord. Clap your hands and pray. I will not be called. Oh, a diabetic patient. I will not be called. A hypertensive patient. I will not be called. Come on, clap and pray. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Rebus to Talaya. Mandola the Kutata. Manifestations, you will manifest the supernatural power of God. Yes, Lord. You will see the supernatural grace of God at work in your life. Amen. It shall be the evidence. Look, he said, These signs will accompany them. King James says, Will follow them. It's not something that we need to struggle for, it is supposed to be the endorsement of our identity. 
children of God. They must follow our lives. If God has said it, I believe him. I said, if God has said it, I believe him. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, this is synonymous with miracles, supernatural interventions. God wants to reveal himself in our lives. But how can God show himself in the life of an individual? It is through miracles. The Bible says that by this beginning of miracles, Jesus began to show forth his glory to Israel. So every miracle is a glorious manifestation. And this month, as the month has started, you are going to pray for glorious manifestations in your life. Say, in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. say, my father, my father, my father, my this, father. Month this month of October, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Launch me, Launch me. Into, dimensions into dimensions of supernatural manifestations. Of supernatural manifestations. This, month, this month, like never before. Like never before. Say, father, father reveal, reveal your power, your power. mightily. In my, in my life this month, this month in the name of jesus, name of jesus. that means that in your finances in your academics in anything that you are engaged in you want god to show up you don't want it to be ordinary Sit, lift up your right hand say father father i refuse to be ordinary i refuse to be ordinary. Say, i refuse to be ordinary, I refuse to be ordinary. Say, in the name of jesus, name of jesus. Say, this, month, this month let your glory, let your glory manifest, manifest in my life, life. in the name of jesus name of say i will walk in the supernatural power of the holy ghost every single day throughout this month in the name of jesus say holy ghost as i clap my hands and as i pray launch me into this dimension in the name of jesus clap your hands and begin to pray just one minute Lift up your voice in prayer. Lift up your voice in prayer. This month is your month of supernatural manifestations. Light will shine out of darkness. Light will shine out of darkness. It is a season of supernatural manifestation. It is a time of supernatural expressions. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Begin to worship the Lord. Begin to worship the Lord. Begin to worship the Lord. Brooding over every darkness. Begin to worship the Lord right now. Thank you, Lord. This month, out of every darkness in your life, God is bringing light. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, you are causing light to shine. You want light to shine in your darkness. Holy Ghost, you are brooding. You are brooding over every dark. You are causing light to shine. Light to shine from the Holy Ghost. You are brooding. You are brooding over every darkness. You are causing light to shine. Lift up your hands. 
this month, out of every dark situation you are going through, God is going to show up. He's going to show forth. And he will cause you to see his glory. He will take you out of your Egypt. And he will cause you to see the land of promise. So shall it be in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The son of the living God. Somebody shout a big amen. Give a shout of praise and give a clap offering to the Lord. And kindly take your seat in heavenly places. Hallelujah. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, doing a course of prayer. Uh, we have some beautiful people that God brought into our midst. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. In fact, I, I just felt as though all of a sudden a new light has entered the auditorium. <laughs> oh, glory. Sound shall glory. Hallelujah. So, um, by the grace of God, we have in our midst uh, my father, uh, Reverend Prosper Kofi Geraldo, and he came with his beautiful wife. Amen and amen. Mama Doreen Geraldo. Hallelujah. I can never overemphasize their love and their kindness uh, for me. Uh, even in ministry, they are praying to me every time I talk about it. And because I say things that I mean. Amen and amen. And when I meet them, I keep seeing them over and over again. Amen. Hallelujah. So, uh, before we even continue, I want to acknowledge their presence. Amen and amen. And they came with one of my mamas from Article Assemblies of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, our daddy will come and give us a word of greeting now, mommy. Oh, great speech and seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You are a wonderful church. Amen. In fact, he's my son and my good brother. I told you last time that we are fellow servants. Amen. That one you can do. You cannot dispute it. We are servants. We are not bosses. No, no, no. We are not Lord over you. We are to serve you. And I know he's serving you well. Amen. In fact, uh, I'm here this morning to say with my wife to say a very big thank you. You know, last Sunday I had my retirement service. Some of you were there. And it was marvelous. Amen. You know, my son, even Pastor. Okay, let you, for the time being, let's let you say Pastor, Reverend. Now, we are, you see us, so Reverend, just a title, but we are called to be pastors. Amen. In fact, he was the chairman of my retiring committee. He did marvelously well. In fact, those of you who were there, you saw the beauty of the service. All came from him. Amen. <laughs> the man has got a good vision. He's a good planner. Give a clap for that again. I said, he's a good planner. And when God is leading, no disputes. God actually led him and he became very successful. You know, one of the amazing things God has done that day, some of you, you know him, but you didn't know, notice it. Look, throughout the whole month, it was going just, you know, the, in fact, the rain was not constant. But that Sunday evening, the rain started. After the program to today, it was so marvelous. So marvelous. The rain didn't come to disturb our program at all. 
God give us a clear and a beautiful weather. That is the view of the Lord. So I am here this morning with my wife and my dear sister just to say thank you. And God bless you. You know, this church is also my church. Amen. So often and um, or many times you'll be seeing me here. I always try to be around. Anytime I'm available, I'll come around and fellowship with you. God bless you. So, Hallelujah. Let's appreciate them one more time. Hallelujah. Oh, let's appreciate them one more time. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Yes, after so many, many years, over two decades of serving the Lord, uh, they, got, they retired, but they are not tired. So they retired from uh, official duties, but they are still in active work for God. Amen and amen. And you'll be seeing a lot of mommy and a lot of daddy over here. Praise God. Hallelujah. So mommy, you are welcome. Uh, daddy, you are welcome. Amen and amen. We give God all the praise. Amen. So we, we thank God so much for how far he has brought us. And um, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, I just want to just bring your mind to a few things, even as we go through this month. Okay. Uh, every Christian, every child of God has been called to a very, very important duty. A very, very important duty and it's the duty of soul winning. For the sake of time, I'm just going to be very brief in this presentation uh, because, because of the time. And it's important that every one of us understands this assignment and we know how we apply our lives to them. If you are living your life as a Christian and you are not engaged in soul winning, you are living below the level and the standard that God has called you to. Hallelujah. If you are not living your life as a soul winner, this month, if there's any decision that you are going to make, if there's any purpose you are going to purpose with your life, you must purpose that God should use you to win souls. Let's appreciate them. That God will use you to win souls. It is the will of God in the last days that the church of God, the house of God, will become the centerpiece of God in this world. The center of attraction in this world. Isaiah chapter 2, the verse number 2 and 3. The Bible says that, and it shall come to pass in the last days. It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and the nations shall flow into it. So, this is a vision of God. This is the mind of God. You want to know what God is doing now. God, in every dispensation, in every season of life, there's something that God is engaging. There's something that God is doing. What God is doing in this dispensation, in this season, is that he's establishing the mountain of his house to be at the very top of the mountains. That means that anything that has a name, anything that has authority, God wants the mountain of his house to be at the top of it and if you are part of the house of god you are part of the church of god this is the vision of god concerning your life 
He wants to lift up his house so that Christians and the house of God and the church will become the centerpiece in the, in the game of this world, in the game of life. God wants to raise up his children in these last days to become centers of attraction. It's so, so important. Now, that the biggest places, the nicest places, the most populous places are supposed to be the house of God. He said, and in the last days, give me back that scripture. Let, let, let's look at that scripture again. It will come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house isn't the striking that it does not just say the mountain. Now what do have said that? Oh, the mountain of the Lord. But it's the mountain of the Lord's house, meaning the house of God is a mountain. The house of God is a mountain. Anytime you come to the house of God, you are coming to the mountain of God. And God said that in the last days, he wants it to be the highest mountain in this world. And he said that he wants all nations, all people to flow into the house of the Lord. The verse number three tells us something very important. And said, many people shall go and they shall say, come ye, let us go to let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways. He will teach us his ways, and he said, we will walk in his paths. We will walk in his way. We will walk in his precepts. We will walk in the, in the instructions that he has given us. We will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the law from Jerusalem. From Jerusalem. Now, these two scriptures tell you, or these two verses tell you what is the vision of God. What is the mind of God? If you are a child of God and as a Christian, as a human being, the best place you can find yourself is the place of God's will. If you are outside the will of God, you are outside what God is doing in this, in this time. And so anything called the supernatural, you should know that you have counted yourself out of it. The best place for you to be in life is to be in the will of God. Is to be in the will of God. In the book of Hebrew, he speaks about Jesus. He said that uh, sacrifice and offering that you have not desired by a body have you given me. He said, I have come to do your will, O God. As it is written in the books, lo, I have come to do the, your will. So if you are not living out the will of God for your life, you are not functioning like you are supposed to function as a human being. God wants you to become the living depiction of his will and of his purpose in this life. And what God is doing in this time is that he said, we are in the last days. All the signs are showing. All the evidences are showing. The things that Jesus spoke about in Matthew chapter 24, about we hear of wars and rumors of wars. You see, we hear about people rising up against people. We hear about strange sicknesses. We hear about countries rising against countries. That all of those things are happening. All of those things are happening, and it is telling you that he told them that these are the signs of the days, or the signs of the times, that the end is coming. All that God created and all that God purpose is coming to a full consummation. An end is coming to every purpose of God, everything that God has purpose concerning this world. And you see that he gave us all those signs, and he's telling us that in these days also I have something purpose that the mountain of my house will be established at the top of the mountain. He said that he wants all the nations to flow onto it. But how will the nations flow onto it? The verse number three he said, and many people shall go and they shall say, Come ye, let us go to the mountain of the Lord's house. Meaning the people will not come to the mountain automatically. Somebody must go out and say, I am going to call them. So, for God to have his house 
and the church to become the centerpiece. The centerpiece of attraction. The center of attraction. It involves people who rise up and take up their mandate and go and tell people that this is the way to go. This is the way to go. If you are not fulfilling the assignment, my dear, no matter what you may be you may be telling yourself you are not in the will of God. You are not doing what God has purposed you to do. You are not functioning in the way God has called you to function in. Unfortunately, we have in our day many are pursuing personal pleasures above the what is divine pleasures. They are looking for what will make them happy, what will fulfill their own desires. Some are looking for money. Some are looking for uh, are looking to make a name to be famous. Some are looking for a. Uh, uh, for, 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 for marriage. Some are looking for all, all of those things are not bad. They are good. But if they are not connected to the soul winning agenda of God, you are off track. So someone will say, come and let us go. Come and let us go. He said, and he said, many people shall go and they shall say, meaning in the last days, God is looking for many soul winners. Many people, many people. So the work is not about a pastor who gets up and says, I'm going to preach the gospel, I'm going to win souls and then bring them to become members of my church. No, he said that many will rise up and will say, come, let us go. Many, you are part of the many. Touch somebody beside and tell the person you are part of the many. No, the person didn't believe you the way you are saying it. Tell the person you are part of the many. Now, give the person a certain strange look that shows that you are serious and tell the person, I'm serious over here. You are part of the many. If the person is laughing, you should know the person is not serious. I said, look at the person seriously and tell the person you are part of the many. You are part of the many. So, if you don't align to this, you are not fulfilling the will of God. And that means that you don't have the backing of heaven. You are going off doing your own thing. Doing your own thing. And if you go doing your own thing, don't have the support of heaven. You don't have the support of heaven. How would the church become the centerpiece of God? The prim, primary way by which the Holy Spirit wants to engage this is through soul winning. Soul winning. Proverbs chapter 11 verse number 30. It said that the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. It's amazing. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. What comes out of righteous people is life. What comes out the fruit of the righteous. Listen, you know, when you are reading the Bible, take time to understand it. Read it over and over again to yourself so that the understanding will be etched into your heart. You will get the call. He said the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The fruit, the product. The product of righteous is a life-giving tree. God has called us who are born again. He said that we are righteous. And he has put a certain substance in us that can give life to others. What is that substance? The word of God in our mouths. The means by which we are able to win souls. So he said that and he that winneth souls is wise. It's the same thing that he's speaking by using different terminologies, different words to craft the same identity. If you don't preach to an unbeliever for the person to become born again, the person will die and go to hell. The person will die and go to hell. There are no two ways about it. There's no middle ground. Oh, I, 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 somebody, if you 
let's say you bought a vehicle you are traveling to Takrade, you can say that no, on the way you can decide I don't want to go to Takrade anymore. Our life at Cape Coast and then go and sleep over there because I don't, I've heard that there's fire in Takrade, so I don't want to go to Takrade anymore. I'll drive, I'll drive, I'll stop our life at Cape Coast. Listen, hell is not that way. Hell is not that way. The journey to hell, if you don't stop the person from going to hell by giving the person life, the person cannot stop going. There are no middle grounds. There are no middle grounds. And the only people that God has mandated to be able to make this happen is us, his children. We must go out and win souls. We must go out and tell people to come to the house of God. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and 20. Listen to the mandate that Jesus gives. He said, Go ye therefore and what? Teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Ghost. And I be very sure that make disciples of all nations. God says that we should go and make disciples. If you are not doing it, you are not being in obedience. You are disobeying God. He wants us to win souls. He wants us to draw people into the house of God. He wants us to bring them in. When you are coming to church, one of the things that you should be thinking about should not be that, oh, I'm going to enjoy service today. One of the things you should be thinking about is that who is coming to church today because of me? Who is coming to church today because of me? When you wake up and you are puffing and you are getting dressed and you are getting yourself ready to come to the house of God, these are the thoughts that should be running through your mind. How have I contributed to make nations flow into the house of God? How have I contributed to make multitudes of people come to Jesus Christ, come to the thing that God is doing, come to the gathering of the Holy Spirit? What is my contribution? How, am I, how have I been involved? Who is in church today because of you? Who did you call? Who did you witness to? He says that we have to disciple the nations. We have to disciple the nations. Drawing them unto Christ. Telling them about what the Lord has told us. Start teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you even unto the end of the world. Even to the end of the world. God wants us to draw people unto Christ. This month, I want everybody to make up a decision that you get involved in the soul winning agenda. Listen, don't let this matter become difficult. Don't let this matter become difficult. If you are not doing it, you are not in fulfillment of the agenda of God. That is as simple as that. And the, the less we win so the more that die and go to hell. Listen, every second on earth right now, somebody is dying. Many are dying and going into oblivion. The Bible says that there are a multitude in the valley of decision. In the realm of the spirit, there is a valley, oh my God. There is a valley, a spiritual valley, where so many people are. And there's a decision that is being made concerning their lives. The decision is whether this one will go to heaven or this one will go to hell. Multitudes are gathered in the valley of decision. And these ones cannot make a decision for themselves except somebody comes and tells them that this is the way. Go there. Go there. Go there. Who is the best person to show somebody the way except the one who has known the way? If you are here as a child of God, it means that the Bible, do you know what the Bible calls us in the book of Acts? The Bible calls us the followers of the way. Was it not Jesus who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life? Every Christian, according to the scriptures, is a mandated and ordained follower of the way. If you are truly a follower of the way, how do you 
show that you have followed all the way? By showing people the way. When Jesus Christ came, did you realize that his entire life's assignment was showing the people the way to the Father? That was all that he was doing. He was teaching them the way. He wanted them to know how to live their lives so that they will come to the presence of God. Now, if we say we are Christians, followers of Jesus Christ, we cannot live a life any less than he lived. Any less than he lived. Unfortunately, there are many people who think that soul winning is a communal assignment. Listen, the more I study the scripture, the more I realize that soul winning is actually an individual mandate. Did you realize that? People that Jesus spoke to in Matthew chapter number 28, verse number 19, verse number 20, you never see anywhere that the Bible says that they came together and they all went for uh, uh, come and see soul winning campaign. No. It was all of them individually making their efforts for the Lord. So soul winning, you don't wait for uh, uh, gathering and say, oh, we are going to organize a crusade in Abakam before you become a soul winner. No, it is a personal decision that you must decide that I, I must make myself a soul winner. It is not about, oh, that I'll be a pastor. Or, no, 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 no. Being a soul winner is not about being a pastor. Being a soul winner is about being a Christian. Somebody who has a relationship with Jesus Christ. Who has a relationship with God. And God will grant you in various areas of life. Because see, as the pastor, I cannot, for instance, let's see our brother Japheth. I, I don't know people in Japheth's world. Do you understand me? His world is full of boxes. Is I can box a lot, but I do spiritual boxing. Do you understand me? Yeah, I box the devil. <laughs> amen and amen. But Japheth is a boxer. So God will send him among boxes. Why? Because he can even God likely wants to use him to reach the world of boxers so that a boxer somewhere will not go to hell when Japheth is around. When Japheth is around. Oh God, give me admission. I want to go to school. Yes, you get admission, you go to school. You finish your degree, you finish your in whatever masters, in whatever accounting, then, 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 then. And then on the day you finish, you go for your graduation, you just stand there. Finish your PhD. Now they they but they wear that thing and then that long robe. I don't even know why when they are graduating they let they let guys wear those kind of long robes like that. I don't know. With the seats inside, and the seats inside. Oh my God! Uh, and then we walk in with flowing garments and then you come down uh, and then uh, now they call you Doctor So and So and then you say Ah yeah, Doctor So and So. Yes. Hey, hey. The heavens open. In fact. <laughs> What was the use of the education that you were pursuing all your life? What was the use of that? Every human endeavor will come to an end. Look, even those of us who are fighting, look, I want to build a house in my time. In my time, I want to build a house. I want to build, listen to me. When we get to heaven, we will not build any houses. Will not build any houses. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. In my father's house, there are many mansions. So, the way you are training yourself to be a mason or a contractor, no? <laughs> is it going to have spiritual relevance? <laughs> you are training yourself. Now, you know the price of wood, you know the price of cement, you know, hey, my God. If you don't get a contractor, you can be a contractor yourself. It is very powerful. By the end of the day, we have eternal relevance. There are some 
of us, you see, and you know what I'm talking about is true. Sometimes you can stay awake all night working on your work, your, your, your job. You have a report to submit in the morning. But you cannot stay awake all night praying that God use me to touch a life, to bring a soul to him. And this is the one that, you see, in Marco in every graduation, you realize that, you see, they give awards. All of us as Christians, we're in a school. The church is a school. I'm a lecturer right now, and I'm lecturing you. What you are, and the, 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 you go and write exams. Unfortunately for you, the exam is not the one that you can die. Do you understand me? Yeah, it's amazing how students are able to get up there. It's very, very serious. Amen and amen. But this exam, you cannot, it's a one, it's a practical thing. So after I finish lecturing you right now, the examination is what you do with what I've taught you now. Everything marked, you will be awarded one day. And that graduation, that graduation, where you are raptured. Oh, that is why, okay, maybe I now understand why the world, well, maybe I hear that in the, in the, in the, in the world in books in heaven. Why it will be downs. Maybe that's why they are showing us graduations about wearing downs. And that day, when all of us are changed, and you are wiped down you and us, and we stand before the judgment seat of Christ, and we are supposed to give an account that what did we do with our lives on the earth? How did we write the exams of eternity? What were the grades that we got? Will it be zero? How many of you remember Akukoti? Those of us who didn't get Akukoti, we don't remember. Amen and amen. Okay, how many of us remember Akukoti? Hey, you're so lazy, hand. God bless you for your honesty. Amen and amen. Yeah. When you stand before that, will it be Befenebe? Or Befenebe? Is it? But you see the amazing thing. You see, you can get an F in the exam of school. Or you can get an A plus in the exam of life. Without failing your exams of men, just you pay somebody to say, oh, okay, hello. Now I'm going to study I can't fail every year for my life in Jesus' name. <laughs> but without failing that exam of life, of of human exam, write your exam of eternity. Write it well. Write it well. How do you write it? Bring your souls, your souls, bring your souls. Let your life have life. Every single day, I'm, you see, when you come to the house of God, it's a place to train you on how to live your life. It's not a place to hear messages. No, the house of God is not a place to hear messages. If the message doesn't come and tell you how to live your life, then it is not what that's not the will of God for us coming together. The house of God is to tell us that okay, this is where you have lived your life to now. These are the areas you have to make some changes. So when the good students in the house of God, what to do is okay, all right, this is what the Lord is saying. Okay, how can I make adaptations? How can I change? What must I change? Okay, what must I add on? All right, hey. They are saying, the Lord is saying, I must do this and I cannot check this and, and make this. Okay, what can I do? What can I do? You start along that line. You start along that line. 
God has called us to be, be soul winners. Tell us how many times to be a soul winner. He wants us to win souls. In the book of Luke chapter number 14, we read from verse 16 to 23, the Bible tells us about a story of a certain great man who prepared a supper and the Bible says that he invited many, he paid many to come. The Bible says he sent his servant at supper time to say to them that we are bidding, come for all things are not ready. It's simple. Your job is not to give them the food. Your job is to tell them that the food God has done the part. Hey, do you know something, my brother? Do you know something, my sister? You see, one of the things I realized about women when I'm looking for my mother is that after she had labored to put the food in the kitchen, when you come to the house, you have to be hungry by force. And when you eat, and you have to eat and eat well, if you don't eat the food, you are in telling her that she has wasted her time. There is a bitter chef who has prepared food. And he's saying that people must come to eat this food. He said, come, for everything is now ready. The Bible said the first group of people that they were invited, all of them were given excuses upon excuses. One said, I just want to buy uh, uh, some asses or some cows or some bulls. I must now go and check them out. I'm going to buy a land. I want to buy, can you buy a land without going to check the land? Then one said, oh, I just got married. I don't know what to do. I was also trying to tell, 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 tell the master. Amen. Hallelujah. So I got to that place now that the, the, the thing is not coming out at all. <laughs> but I don't know. He was going to try <laughs> marriage or what. So they cannot come. Isn't but that tells you the process of soul winning. Soul winning is a warfare. It's not a, it's not a joke. Oh, uh, pastor says that we should win so so that means I've decided to be a soul winner. Next week Sunday I'm bringing ten people. My sister, I think that I will. <laughs> <laughs> it is not easy. It is a warfare. You see, any real exam, you know, I, I recently I was taking some exams, and when I was writing the exam, I said, hey, these people want us to end the night here. They want us to end the thing. Because I mean, <laughs> we were, we have, we, have, we have toiled all night, and yet the we have told all night and yet the possible answers. You are not catching any fish over there. <laughs> and you choose your choice and you just a little girl. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. No exam is meant to be easy. So, now, exams of soul winning. You meet people and they will resist you. Listen, some of us, we should even desire that we should meet people who spit on us. Listen, if you're a soul winner, you meet many challenges. Some will lie, lie to you. Some will abuse you. Some will do dangerous things to you. Some of them, even the spirits that have been chasing them, now they come to chase them after you. It is a warfare. It is part of what God has called us to do. Soul winning is not easy. It is a warfare. But God says that we should work hard. In the verse 23 of Luke chapter 14, after he had... The first brother of God made excuses to the Lord said, I still go out there. I need people to come and eat this food. I need this house to be full. The Bible said they went and called other people. They came. And the servant said, Master, we have done all that. And yet still there is room in the house. And the Lord said unto the servant, go out into the highways and hedges. 
meaning it's not just one place. There are several places. All of us may be called, all of us are called to be soul winners, but we will all be in different places. Some will go to the highway, others will go to the hedges. Sometimes your hedge may be your office. Listen, your hedge, even if there's an air condition over there, it will still be a hedge. Amen and amen. And your office, your classroom, your community, the church floor that you sit inside, there's somebody that God wants you to be saved over there. He said that, and do what? Compel them. You know, my, my message today is titled, Compel Them. Compel Them. Compel Them. I've spoken about soul winning several times. But this time, I don't want to just tell you soul winning, which is about evangelism and inviting people to church. Now, the church is moving from inviting people to the house of God to compelling them to come in. Listen, you must make up your mind that I'm not just going to send a text message to my friend. I am going to drive him. I'm going to drive her to the house of God. Compel them. That word compel is from a Greek word, anakazo. Anakazo, it means, number one, to necessitate. Meaning we must show people that it is necessary to have Jesus in their lives. They don't know. You must force them to know. They might be, if you, you go to hell. No, 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 no. I, I'm not stopping until I get to the house of God. Ah, why are you trying to live your life for my life for me? No, you are saving that person. So, who are you here? I want to say it in tune so that it will sound stronger. And so you become irritating. My brother, my sister, some of us want to be nice. Yeah. Oh, I want to be a lady. I want. I don't want to say, hey, hey, hey. It's become like Akushisho. No. What are you talking about? If Jesus would come all the way, do you know how far heaven is? Do you know how far heaven is? And he came all the way to the earth. Even between the, the earth and the sun are millions of light years. Millions of kilometers away. And heaven is beyond the sun. And he came all the way to the earth. He traveled the celestial spaces, intergalactic realms, and entered into our Milky Way galaxy. And he came to our specific planetary setting, took upon himself the form of a human being in the form of a serpent. And not only did he become so, he came to reach out to us. Heaven came to do Ahushishel for your salvation. Why you? See that, oh, if I do Ahushishel of my sister, okay, I will not make it to heaven. Why? What are you talking about? What is stopping you from being an effective soul winner is your self-respect and your self-preservation. Yeah, meaning I don't, I don't text you, I'm too weak. Who are you? Jesus came and he was, made himself the least of men for the salvation of another man. Won't you put aside your pride so that you say you'll be saved? Won't you put aside that thing that you call your honor so that your soul will be saved? You must get to the place where you are called. Gentlemen, travel all the way from Kaswatu as a young gentleman, went five percent new gentleman to church. And the guy said, Hey, when the guy came, you know, he knocked on the guy came, I said, Hey, hey, Pastor. He said, Oh, I've been calling you, I'm not picking a go. He said, Today we are going to church. So 
after that someone even the person in the house of the Lord. Okay. Don't be gentle. The days of gentle evangelism have come to an end. We have moved from the time of inviting people and they are entering the program and telling them they must come. I said they must come. I said they must come. We will not watch them to go to hell. Will you watch them to go to hell? They must what? They must come. He said, come ye, let us go. Drive them in. Look for every means possible. Let not a single Sunday go by when you are not working on this matter of soul winning. Let not a single day. Constrain them. Insist. It is an individual assignment I've told you. How do you engage? Take note of these things. PPM, number one. Prayer. Personal kingdom advancement prayer for souls. Beg God for grace to influence souls with the message of salvation. Number two, plan. When you are planning, think these three questions. One, who am I targeting? So this week, who am I targeting? So start, that's how you plan. Who am I targeting? Which group of people am I targeting? Where am I going to win souls? So who am I targeting? Number two, where are they located? Where are their locations? Because the people must be somewhere. So if they are in your area, you're, they are far away from you, you know so that you can know what you are going to do about it. Just yesterday, yesterday somebody uh, came all the way from Bawe to serve uh, Glenville Christian Church. Where are they located? Where are they located? And you know that when you plan towards it, I'm, what? Oh, I'm too far away. Oh, she's too far. Why are you doing that? So if you spend one billion for a soul to be saved, do you know that if you have three spent, still spend nothing? You spent nothing. For a soul, it's more important than money. And then the M, move. Take that initiative. Go. Initiative is everything. Until you move, there's no power. Until you move, there's no power. Listen, you must compel them. You must drive them. Do everything possible. It's not just, oh, God loves you, and then you go, give me your number, and go, no. Oh, I want to see your house. Like, do some, every situation is different. Some of you are very good friends. You have rolled them since you are children. They are your guys. They are your girls. And yet, they don't know Christ. Don't be sitting there and say, oh, my friend, eh, and we, we, we party together. Very soon, they are partying what we call to be friends. If you don't bring them in, they will take you there. Do you understand me? I said, do you understand me? It, we are fighting for our lives. So. We are fighting for our lives. That's why I, I, some time ago I preached the message and I said that, you see, fight for your, all your members of your family to come in the house of God. It's safer that way. And then they may pull you out. It's your friends as well. You are going to do them. Why are you targeting your friends? Maybe you have seven best, besties and uh, only three of them are born again. So it's left with about three or, or four others. So start targeting them. This month, I'm targeting Ajua. Next month, I'm targeting Sadua. This can be somebody's name. Oh, can it not be somebody's name? You, whatever name you are targeting. And it's not, but they be intentional. Be intentional. Be intentional. Let me end with this. There was one man of God, or there is one man of God, he's not here. And there was his the brother was even already born again. But then he felt as though God wanted to use the brother. And this guy, every time he comes, he's telling that uh, you have to win souls. I think one of them, the guy was he was not born again, he was around. And I 
girl who might come and sort up. May come and sort up. So do you know what the pastor went to do? He went to go to a so when the guy called back there, remember he was there. The guy called back and told him to help. Because the guy was not was ignoring one week, two weeks, three weeks. And one day he saw the message and then fear gripped him. He said, Hey, which strange number is this? Which strange switch sending me strange? He went to see the pastor. God is sending me just message. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Today he's a pastor as well. Somebody did not give up on him. Somebody did not give up on him. You don't give up on souls. Work hard. And you get testimonies. Be on top of it for long. Wherever you are, I want to just close your eyes for just a second and pray to the Lord. That Lord, this man, use me to win souls. In the name of Jesus. Our time is already up. So just pray. Just pray. Talk to the Lord. Man. Talk to the Lord. Lord, use me. Use me to win souls. Oh, parabashandele de bosas. Imanamakura diataga. He used me to win souls. Talk to the Lord right now. Oh, rabashandere amakuro bosheteyane. Imanamakubro doshi andalababakabala basitelebre andalabosh. Imarobo zabra. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Rise up on your feet. Lift up your hands and just talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. The Lord, I'll be a soul winner. Use me, Lord, to win souls. Use me, Lord, to win souls. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website, www.ebenezeropronipa.com. Or call 0546-363957. God bless you.